Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. I hope everybody is doing super well. Today's episode, I'm going to hop on and answer some of the internet's most popular questions that I get in regards to fitness and health and maybe just everyday life psychology type topics. And without further ado, the first question I have is, can I still get lean if I eat unhealthy foods, soda, donuts, burgers, etc. in my diet but still maintain a significant calorie deficit? The answer is yes. You can lose weight by eating quote-unquote junk foods. Now, the way that this question is phrased, it seems like they're trying to only eat junk foods. And if that's the case, it's going to be significantly harder to lose weight just because the, the hunger and the amount of cravings that you might have for more of those types of sugary foods will make it hard to stay in a calorie deficit. But yes, I, as a coach, I actually want people to enjoy foods that they have enjoyed in the past, um, maybe just in moderation. I don't want their entire diet to be made up of, like this person is saying, soda, donuts, burgers. But I want you to still have those vices or have those quote-unquote unhealthy foods because it's going to help with sustainability of that diet long-term. But yeah, you can you can still get lean. You can still lose weight if you eat unhealthy foods. Now, the other part of this question is, you still have to eat higher protein foods, which are usually not going to be those types of junk foods. But but yeah, you can sprinkle in some of those quote-unquote unhealthy foods and still get lean. The next question is, what are the various types of workouts that are best for muscle gain? The answer to this is your big compound movements. So if you're looking to build muscle doing your squats, your deadlifts, your bench press, your shoulder press, the big movements that... In, require more muscle activation than just like a bicep curl, which is just your bicep that it hits. Um, big compound movements are going to help build muscle. Now, specifically, if you're looking at like building muscle in your bicep, then yes, doing more bicep curls is going to be beneficial, uh, along with like some some rows, uh, exercises that include the bicep. If you're looking to get uh, a nice firm butt, doing more squats as well as like glute bridges or hip thrust are going to help build that those glute muscles. So it depends on where you're wanting to build that muscle or if it's just an overall aspect of your, your life to build muscle, whether it's in your lower body or your upper body, then compound movements is where the answer is going to lie. And doing it consistently over the course of time, not just for one week, not just for two weeks, but to make it a part of your everyday life. On to the next question. What are some tips on how to start losing weight? Well, ultimately, to lose weight, we need to be in a calorie deficit. So we need to burn more calories than we consume. So we need to move more and we need to eat less as a general rule. Um, if you're somebody that doesn't know exactly where to start or if you feel overwhelmed when it comes to losing weight, if you've tried every diet or everything in the book, what I would suggest, and this is where personal coaching comes into to play, is what I would suggest is to, to focus on one meal. So focus on whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner and make that meal as quote-unquote healthy as you can. All of my clients, all of the people that I've ever worked with know what a healthy food is. If I said, what is a healthy food? A lot of the times people say something like a fruit or a vegetable or a lean meat. You know, they hardly ever say McDonald's. But with my clients and everybody that I've worked with saying that they know what the healthy foods are, they still tend to go for the unhealthy foods. Now, going back to the one of the previous questions is I want I want people to enjoy foods in moderation 
so they can have a successful long-term diet. So I'm not saying that we need to cut all of these unhealthy foods out. I'm not saying that we never need to eat ice cream. I'm not saying that we never need to eat out at a fast food restaurant. But what I am saying is we need to take the steps to to hit our goals. So if this person is wanting to lose weight, I would focus on starting with, with one meal. And that also means looking at the habits and the rituals that you have that have led to where we're at. And if that means that you don't have any fruits or vegetables in the house, then it actually starts with going to the store. And it starts with finding foods that you're going to like, whether it's strawberries, watermelon, um, green beans, Brussels sprouts. If you know, Find the foods that you like and make them enjoyable and, and incorporate them into your everyday life and, and start with the habits that are the underlying issue. Now, if your fridge is bare and the reason that you're always eating out is because your fridge is bare, that's another reason why you need to go to the store. Or if you are going to eat out, you need to pick out the foods that are better for you. So the lean proteins, the the fruits and the vegetables, you know, maybe skip the fries and go for the salad. But figuring out things that work for you in your lifestyle and as a broad overall answer to this, it's 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 find where your your boat is leaking. And if that means that you don't have the groceries in the house, then start there. Or you can start with one meal. Or you can just track your calories, but we need to eat in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. Is it good to burn 1,000 calories per day? As humans, we like to very basically throw things into, you know, good, good, bad, you know, good, evil. And we lose sight that not everything's black and white, that there's a gray area. There's this nuanced area. Burning a thousand calories a day is not necessarily bad. It's not necessarily good. It's it is what it is. If you're a construction or hard laborer, and or an Olympic athlete, you know burning a thousand calorie a day is probably nothing to you. If you're somebody that wants to put on some weight and they're burning a thousand calories per day on top of their BMR, and they can't seem to put on the muscle or put on the weight, then it's probably not such a good thing. If if that same person is overweight and they're burning a thousand calories per day and it's helping them lose weight and and achieve their goals then yes it's a good thing but not everything can be labeled good or bad it's once again going into the 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 personalized coaching that i offer is we look at each individual and and go with what their goals and what their needs are rather than just these over overarching statements or or questions of is this good or is this bad you know, is water good for you? Yes, water is good for you. If you drink too much of it, you can die. Um, is is running good for you? Yes, but if you are only wanting to run and you get obsessed with running and, and it's the only thing that you can focus on and, and you start to ruin relationships with your, your your friends and your family and and start obsessing over everything nutrition, then it's not so good for you. So there's there's always nuance to these types of questions that is it good or is it bad? Well, is burning a thousand calorie a day and it's helping you towards your weight loss goal, then yes, it's good. But if it's consuming you and it's it's ruining your overall quality of life, then I would say maybe it's not so good for you. And for the last question is, what is the idea behind pre-workouts and protein shakes? And I love this question because I think people get it twisted on what supplements are. Uh, pre-workouts are basically a supplement to give you some sort of energy boost. So there's caffeine, there's beta alanine, there's there's different ingredients in here that'll help get you a pump. It'll help get you energized. It'll help make you feel like ready to work out. Do you need it? No, absolutely not. And 
Same thing with protein shakes is a protein shake is just to give you the extra protein that you need to hit your protein goals. So if you can, through food and through your just everyday diet, if you can hit your protein goals, let's say your protein goal is 115 grams per day, and you get that through your lean meats and and just your diet throughout the day while staying in your calorie range, then no, you don't need a protein shake. But there are some people who need to add those protein shakes because it's a convenience for them to where they can supplement that 25 grams, which just what I said there, supplement is that's what these are. They're supplements. It's not something that you need to do. Having a protein shake is not going to make you build muscle. A protein shake is just protein, just like a chicken breast is protein. And what it's there to do is to supplement when you need it. And you don't necessarily need to take anything. You can get everything you need through food and exercise, but through your quality of life or through your life schedule. And, and if you don't have time to necessarily make some food and take it to work and and have a high protein lunch, then yeah, taking a protein shake might be beneficial for you. And, but no, you don't necessarily need it. And I think right now I've been supplementing with some protein shakes because I haven't been getting my natural protein in. I get about 20 to 25 grams of protein through my supplement or through my protein powder. But when I'm on it, when I have my foods ready, when I'm cooking more often, then no, I don't need to incorporate that. But in order to hit my protein goal right now, I do need to take it. But that's why they're called supplements is they are there to supplement if you don't already have that in the bag. So supplemental income is not your main job. It's the side job that you're doing to supplement to get your income up. It's the same thing with what supplements in general when it comes to health and nutrition is it's there if you need it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to take it. And that's where we're going to wrap up this episode. I appreciate you listening. As always, if you have any other questions or if you have any questions for yourself, you can go ahead and send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. You can visit my website, www.philosophical.com. If you're looking for coaching, if you're looking for any help, I am here to provide that for you. As always, I hope everybody stays well, and we will talk to you guys in the next episode.